In today's English lesson, we are going to talk about many of the ways that native English speakers use the word foot or feet. And surprisingly, we use it in many different ways. The first thing we should talk about is how foot is an irregular noun. When I say irregular, I mean it doesn't follow the rules. Usually when a noun, and a noun is a person, place, or thing, usually when a noun becomes plural, which means there's more than one of it, you simply add an S or maybe an ES. But no, you have one foot and two feet. The most common way you will hear foot used, and you probably already know this, is it's a part of your body. It's basically the lowest thing on your body, and you probably have two of them. In fact, I am using my feet to walk on this trail. And yes, I am wearing my dad's shoes. I never leave home without them. You put shoes on your feet. You put socks on your feet. You might also put slippers on your feet. Slippers are those really comfortable shoes you can wear around the house. Not so good for walking on trails. In the United States, we also measure things in feet. Where you live, in English, you might measure things in kilometers or meters, but no, here, we measure things in feet. If it's really long, we'll measure it in miles. We still use the English system, even though the English, the people in England invented it, they don't even use it anymore. I am not quite six feet tall. A lot of Americans will just say six foot. That man is six foot, or he is six feet tall. Yeah. I'm not quite six foot. I'm five foot ten. I always wanted to be six foot. It just never happened. I stopped growing. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You might also hear native English speakers use the term footwear. We've kind of already talked about that. Those are things you put on your feet. Shoes. High heels. Slippers, socks are not footwear. Steel toe boots, dad shoes. If you are new to the channel, do you mind hitting that subscribe button or maybe even hitting that like button? And if you are new here, dad shoes are what I call the things that I put on my feet. They're not very stylish, but a lot of dads wear them and they're really comfortable. I'm not a teenager. I don't need to impress anybody with my footwear. 
my wife doesn't mind that my shoes are ugly. What about this saying, to get back on your feet? We use this idiom when we're talking about a person who has struggled for a while. Maybe they have had some trouble with money. Maybe they lost their job. But after a few weeks of searching, they found a new job and now their money troubles are over. If you wanna use an idiom, you can say that person is now back on their feet. Whatever trouble they were having before, it's now over. Okay, let's talk about a couple objects that aren't people, but also have feet. A table. Somebody might sit at the head of the table, that might be the most important person, while the other end is called the foot of the table. Same thing goes for the bed. The foot of the bed is a thing in English. Think about when you go to sleep. The part of the bed where you put your head, it's called the head of the bed, and the other end, it's called the foot. You might also hear headboard in English, and that's the part of the bed that leans against the wall, that goes right close to the wall. Some people spend a lot of money on headboards. I don't think they're that important. Do you? Let me know in the comments, do you have a really nice headboard for your bed? Oh, look at this pond. A lot of green stuff floating on that pond. What is it? Little, little tiny leaves maybe? Ooh, there are a couple frogs on that log. I'll try to get them with my iPhone. Can you see them? They blend in quite nicely. We would say that they are camouflaged, camouflaged. I'll continue the English lesson right next to this pond, but I will make sure I am quiet so we don't disturb the frogs. Another way we might use foot in English is with the term footprints. Let's say you are walking along a beach. The things you leave in the sand, the marks your feet make, we call those things footprints. We also have the term fingerprints in English. A lot of times when the police arrest somebody, they will take their fingerprints. I'm trying to leave some footprints here on this dirt, but it's not really working. Native English speakers might also use the term footrest. This is a place where you can put your feet to let them rest. You might have a footrest if you are sitting in a recliner. Right now I am sitting on a bench and I'm just resting my feet on the ground. Not really a footrest. I am an American. We have a sport called football. You probably have another sport called football, which makes more sense. American football, we just call it football here. You don't actually use your feet all that much. I think your type of football makes a lot more sense. You might hear the term footpath, and I'm actually walking on a footpath right now, here in the woods. This is a tricky one. I'll get really close to the camera for this one. This is a footnote. When you're reading something very difficult in English, like really difficult, like even difficult for native English speakers, something like Shakespeare, you might see a footnote on the page. And a footnote is a little number right near the word, meaning it's difficult. You need to go to the bottom of the page or the foot of the page to get more information. Now, I love Shakespeare. I've probably read about 30 Shakespearean plays. 
but they are tough. I really don't think you need to read Shakespeare as an English learner unless you really like his work. And if you do, maybe just read it in your native language. It's good stuff. Probably my favorite Shakespearean play is King Lear. Julius Caesar is probably a close second. Do you know that term, a close second? It's not first, but it's really close to being first. Still second, but it's good. What about footage? Have you heard of footage? Right now, I am capturing some footage of this English lesson. I'm recording this. It's a video. Police might also capture footage of somebody committing a crime, maybe robbing a bank. Earlier in the English lesson, I tried to get some footage of those frogs on that log. Well, congratulations. You made it to the end of this English lesson, but that doesn't mean you need to stop learning English. Right up there is a video of an English lesson where I went to a candy store. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. And a huge shout out to all of my gold members. Their names are on the screen right now. If you would like to become a gold member, there is a link in the description. But all members receive bonus English lessons once a week.